Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dippaboys. Today, we have Seth Green from Market Domination, a best-selling author and a leader in social media marketing. Listen in as we go toe-to-toe. Many of the areas that I deal with these businesses have to deal with the social media marketing. We are inundated with marketing, such as LinkedIn, Facebook, and Google. Is there a order in which I should be addressing these as to my interest with my business? And do I follow those leads for those individual social media marketing platforms? It depends on who your ideal client is. I mean, it depends on who they are because they may not be on the networks that you're on and you might need to fix that. Again, if you are a dentist and you are looking for a young family to be a pediatric dentist for, then you know what? The young family's probably not reading the local newspaper and that might be the worst place for you to advertise. Whereas if mom and dad might be on Facebook, The kids might, depending on how old the kids are, they might be on Snapchat or Instagram. And it depends on who the decision maker for that family is and where you might reach her. She might be Googling pediatric dentist near me. Your ad might want to show up on relevant podcasts in your area where moms go to listen to what family fun activities are available in that city that weekend. It just, again, it all starts with who is your ideal customer and where do they hang out? And that's where you want to show up. Seth Green from Market Domination is our guest here on Business Soup Talk Radio. If there were three things that I must do on a monthly basis in my business, just in a generic sense, what three things must I be doing in order to continue to solicit new business? Again, it's going to depend on the business and the customers, but generically, um, you should be putting out bait content that's irresistible to your target market that would educate them on who you are, what you do, why you do it, who you do it for, and get them interested in having you do it for them. So number one, you've got to have bait that attracts your ideal client. You've got to advertise that bait in the right places where your ideal clients are going to show up. And then most importantly, once they've consumed your bait, you've got to follow up with them with multiple steps designed to remind them who you are, what they just learned about, and to get them to ultimately pull the trigger and hand over a credit card. And what would be a call to action that I might want to use with my potential customers? Again, it's going to depend on the business and the customers. What call to action? If It depends if we're advertising the bait. The call to action might be go to the website and enter their contact information in exchange for a free report, a white paper, an educational video, a coupon. It's all going to depend on, again, what the business is and what you're trying to get them to do. There isn't one offer that every single business should run because the offer a local pizza place is going to make is going to be vastly different from that of a cosmetic surgeon. Well, certainly. And as to the different types of businesses, we're, we're talking here on Business Soup of anything and everything that could be served up in business is what comes across in Business Soup. In the pitch tank that you were involved with out at Freedom Fest, you had 22 companies that were pitching all different flavors of different types of business models, and they were all seeking investment from the pitch tank. What were some of the best ways in which they were able to get your attention coming from so many different or 22 different arenas? 
Absolutely. So, and for those of you who don't know, Pitch Tank is a physical live version of Shark Tank, which I'm sure all your folks have seen or watched. The celebrity judge, the judges other than myself are Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank, Steve Forbes, John Mackey, Greg Ryder, and Burt Ullman. And some of the ways they were able to get my attention Asking a question to start a presentation is very helpful because automatically your subconscious mind tries to answer it. Telling a compelling emotional story about the product or service. So for example, the winner of Pitch Tank was Throat Scope, a light up tongue depressor to see inside your mouth in a clear way. And her story of how her child was held down by the pediatrician with a wooden tongue depressor and a flashlight and how they were wrestling with him to try and see if he had strep throat hit home with me because I am also a parent of young children. One of the companies there is in the chromosomal testing marketplace and talking about how their product was able to tell you why you had a miscarriage so that you could avoid having another miscarriage, how it's able to detect cancers really early, which saves lives. Obviously, your product doesn't have to save lives necessarily, but a compelling story addressing the target market and the pain points and how your product or service solves that problem is a great way to get someone's attention. On your most recent podcast that I watched you on, it was a Facebook Live, you talked about doing personal marketing, comparing the corporate presentation, that real slick letter versus something that's more personal. Now, considering that today is National Radio Day, which strikes a chord with me, but it's also National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Okay. <laughs> so awesome. how, would I, how would I incorporate either one of those into, as a national day? There's, there's a website out there that has a litany of national, it's National Something Day. Yes, I am familiar with that. We use it all the time. I just didn't look today. So you got <laughs> So uh, National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day, um, you could offer a, let's say you were not a chocolate pecan pie maker. That'd be too easy. Let's say you're a radio broadcaster and you could say, if you invest in radio advertising with us today, every purchase comes with a coupon for a free national chocolate pecan pie available at, at 1-800-Flowers. I don't know if they sell pies, but 1-800-Flowers.com. So <laughs> you could tie it in that way. It's National Radio Day, so we're having a sale. It's National Radio Day, so we're having a special. It's National Radio Day, so we're giving a bonus with every purchase. Or if you didn't want to incentivize buying behavior, it could just be a warm and fuzzy email or a social media post about, hey, it's National Chocolate Pecan Day. We're sweet and crunchy here at Biz Soup Talk Radio. Here's a picture of me eating a pie. We hope that you go get a pie too and are thinking sweet thoughts about us. Well, let's expand on that aspect. What would be the best way to get somebody in a subject line? What is going to get somebody to open up your email in the byte that is the subject line? Subject line is, is this one of the most important factors in getting your email open and read other than the from address. So assuming they know who it's from, subject line then is the most important thing to get it opened. Again, I mean, we have libraries of hundreds and hundreds of subject lines that we've tested that have worked. It just depends on the business and the customer. Asking a question is a great idea. Um, swiping a headline that works from another promotion and modifying it for the email can work. There are tons of tips, tricks, and hacks to creating compelling subject lines, way more than we can go into in, in, in unfortunately, one radio episode. I'll give you a couple of the most powerful ones we've ever done. Um, your order is not complete. 
And then people open the email and go, oh, what did I order? We've done, uh, there's a problem with your order. We've done uh, missed appointment. And one that requires a little bit of technology and a, a little bit more chutzpah, as we say in Yiddish, to pull off, is we did one where we said, left you a message at number 5551212, whatever their number was, but we made our software so that the last digit of the phone number was wrong. So it had their phone number in the subject line, but the last digit was wrong. And we had an insanely high response rate of people going, oh, you got my phone number wrong by one digit. What was the message? Which again is a little sneaky. Yeah, that is kind of sneaky. But then now you have them on the phone and then you get into whatever your pitch might be. Correct. And you got to do a little bit of tap dancing because you don't want people to be mad. There's a famous example of a full page print advertisement that ran in newspapers several decades ago. And it said sex in giant letters had a picture of a very attractive model in a bikini. And then next to her said, now that I've got your attention, I want to talk to you about life insurance. Yes. <laughs> and so a lot of people read it, but a lot of people were very mad because they were reading about sex and looking at the picture of the bikini girl. And they were not expecting an ad about life insurance. So it does have to match up. And I have a vague recollection of that. And that is one great way to get attention. And with the home base of my program out of Las Vegas, we see a lot of that on the billboards out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. I bet. Yes. That and personal injury. You'd think that everybody out in Vegas was the slip and fall. Well, it seems to be the slip and fall, but they, they seem to be very accident prone out there. Yes, very much so. Maybe it's all that they're upset because they lost in gambling or they had too many free drinks at the casino. <laughs> We're talking with Seth Green from Market Domination and MarketDominationLLC.com. And we're talking about the call to action. And again, this is all very generic. If you'd like more information about how your business can take it to the next level, we'll visit BizSoup.com and we'll send you in your right direction on how you can empower your business and take you to the next level here through Business Soup. The national campaigns that you are personalizing, why is it that the personalization and perhaps making a marketing piece look more amateurish by utilizing, it might be your yourself, your family, or in my case, my, my horse and rodeo industry that I'm involved with. How does that make it more or easier to garner attention than the slick corporate thing? Because it's personal. People relate to people, not nameless, faceless corporations. So if they feel they get to know you as a person, they're more likely to buy from you. They're more likely to buy more often. They're more likely to spend more money. And most importantly, they're likely to stay around longer because they feel like they have a relationship with you. Well, I have known that my moniker of I'm just a simple cowboy has worked very well and I can live and walk and talk the lifestyle of the cowboy, but I can also bring it around to the business as I do with Business Soup Talk Radio. So it's, it's my own personal branding that has worked quite well for decades is just being the simple cowboy. Absolutely. So tell us about Seth Green. When you got out of high school, were you planning on becoming a market dominator? How did you get to where you are today with your marketing company? When I graduated from high school, I was planning on becoming a Broadway star. My original undergraduate degree was in uh, theater. And you see how that worked out. This is my stage now. <laughs> and I started, I decided to go with my backup plan of uh, marketing and finance. That led to a career in financial services. 
my original branch manager handed me my first day after passing my series seven, handed me a phone book and told me that all my clients were in the phone book. I had to go get them. And after making 300 cold calls a day, interrupting strangers, asking for money for years, I finally found a better way. That better way of direct response marketing not only took me from the bottom of 6,700 advisors to the top 30 in the country, it then spun off the market domination marketing firm 11 years ago. And I've spent 95% of my time focused on that because in all honesty, it's a lot more fun. Broadway star, huh? Yes, that's where that you were headed. That's where I, I was headed to New York City to be a starving actor. And did you ever have wait tables and all these typical starving actor type of activities? I did not. I saw my friends who were, you know, a year or two older than me in college, moving to New York, sleeping on couches, putting their stuff in storage, waiting tables, and working temp jobs. And I decided that's not what I wanted to do. So you got into the internet marketing rather early on. I did. I had the good fortune to learn from uh, the number one direct response marketing expert on the planet, a man named a 21 time bestselling author named Dan Kennedy. And luckily, I was able to take what he taught me and what I paid to learn and take it to a whole nother level. And so like everyone here at Business Soup, you surround yourself with experts and their aspects of business and you pass that information on through market domination. Well, we can either teach you how to do it or most of our clients just want us to do it for them. Most businesses that I encountered are too busy managing their own business to try and try and get into learning another aspect of their business. I myself have to hire out the editing and the production of my program because my time is better spent making the contacts. So you, you managed to climb the ladder th- and with that background of Broadway and, enter- well, basically entertainment. I can see why your kids do so well at it is that they've got a dad who can show them how to work the stage. Absolutely. I greatly appreciate it. And I greatly appreciate you having me on here at BizSoup. Um, I, I hope your listeners got a lot out of today's interview and I look forward to talking to some of them. Well, I look forward to having you back on the show. Thanks to Seth Green from MarketDominationLLC.com. Seth, thanks for joining us on this serving of Business Soup. Thank you. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoise, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>